We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Make sure the mic's on this time because I started the pregame show with it off. What's going on, everybody? Welcome <laughs> into the Jack Ramsey's postgame show. Danny Morang, Brandon Sprague joins me uh, again, ladies and uh, gentlemen. Blazers lose. Blazers lose. <laughs> it is a This was close. <laughs> it was close for the first, like, nine minutes. It was 26, and I was like, hey. This Good is first like, quarter. This is like the optimal thing to have happen. <laughs> you get your starters out there. They look pretty good. You, you, you handle business, and the deep bench gets in, and you go, mur, mur, and that, tra- that tank just comes flying over that hill. And you're like, oh, there it is. I was running down every conceivable notion of how this group would beat this Denver team. And I'm like, Macklemore goes for 39. We start there. Nurkic has a revenge game against his long nemesis, Jokic. Dennis Smith Jr. slangs that wood, and Nas finally hits 58% from three. <laughs> That's how that happened. In the first quarter started, I'm like, oh. And in the second quarter, it was, it was over. It was over. Um, yeah. Some fun things that the, of note tonight. Uh, Nas got up 12 shots. Got <laughs> yes. Up 10 threes. 10 of his 12 shots for threes. Yeah. Didn't shoot it particularly well, but uh, I up. like – Get just, yeah, up. be aggressive. Be be aggressive. Get him up. That's that's entirely it. Uh, Larry says, mass unit got blown out. Get to the Jake Fisher comments. Uh, just so you guys know, Jake will be on next week. Oh, I, right. I, I scheduled him for the for the back end. Me and him have been talking pretty much all Let's night. Um, Jake's a good dude. Jake is a good dude, and, and we're, we're talking to a lot of the same people. So um, it's, it's very, very good to have somebody else come on who has even – uh, significantly more connections than I do to draw the lines. Um, but I will say this before we get back to the game, Portland has been active. So that's, that's a good sign. Um, Nurk tonight went out, almost had a triple double, uh, outside of shooting threes. He was four of six over three. Uh, Stan Van Gundy carried the mantle for, uh, Kevin Calabria night basically going, what the hell are you doing, dude? Yes. Uh, yes, he did. I quite enjoyed the broadcast tonight. With Brian Anderson and, uh, SVG. It was fun. Um, Lester's just positive. We lost. Um, <laughs> it's uh, the community's you know, coming together, Marie. Let me, let me, let me. Oh, I'll, I'm too loud no, no, here. I'll, I'll, I'll turn you down. Um, it, sorry it, about that. It happens when you know we, we go back and forth. Um, which interesting is it saying that, that they're saying that I'm not very loud, which um, is very weird. Let me, you sound it's it's weird because like they comment on this. 
and you sound normal to me. Yeah, that's the thing is that's that's what sucks about Zoom. <laughs> yeah, is trying to, to to get everything squared away, uh, especially when we're going live. It's one thing to put this into a mix and have it all come together, um, but yeah, I'll turn I'll turn Brandon down, guys, and then I'll turn mine up, and hopefully we can find something there. It shouldn't the the stupid thing is it should never change because everything's been set. Yeah, but uh, here we go nonetheless. Uh, overall tonight. The Blazers did what they're supposed to do. They played their young guys. We got Greg Brown a whole 10 minutes. Yeah. Um, interesting enough, it said he was 0 for 1 from 3. He, when did he, he shoot the 3? He hit the 3 the first shot he took. Did he have his toe on the line? Oh, no. They, yeah, they changed. Yeah, I think they changed it. Oh, okay. Because I, I – I, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now I'm – okay. Yeah. I confused that with a different shot. Yeah, because he came in and immediately pulled, and I was like, Greg! <laughs> All right! <laughs> Well, Greg was like, I've been buried at the end of that thing too long, man. I'm getting a shot up. Oh, yeah, no. And that's, that's, that's honestly, it's what I want to see to, uh, from these guys. I want to see Nas when he's out there getting shots up. Uh, Trendon, 4 of 7. Uh, mm-hmm. Unfortunately, got caught under Jokic a few times. That's just. Well, um, I don't know what you're supposed to do in that situation. Can, can I just quickly throw out? I'm glad Greg got some minutes. Ella uh, be getting 17 more minutes than Greg Brown to me is. I think that's more because of how the rotation is right now, or not necessarily the rotation, the roster. They're I, short so yeah. many guards. They are. That yeah. you kind of have to. Like, it's like, ah, they don't really have anybody else. So. Um, I know, but we still need Greg for like 15 minutes. Yeah. Like, I expect that as long as Nurk and Cover on the team, they're going to defer to them and they're going to play 30 ish minutes and now a night until they're dealt. Like, so do your thing. <clears throat> not obviously the performance. There was some things that we enjoyed, and the end result was not something I'd say I enjoyed. But it was like something I was like, "There's another ping pong ball." Mm-hmm. I know we got Jake Fisher coming up, and I know we had the article today. Uh, he is one of my favorites. I think he's a little underrated in terms of the national scene. He's been blowing up over the last like eighteen I, months. I, I know I've been seeing it, but like I still feel like he kind of flies under the radar yes. for some people. We had Windhorse on. I taped an interview with Windhorse on the radio, and yes. I'm going to air it tomorrow on the show. Get into it. I, I just wanted to throw out real quick on what you touched on, Coven Nurk. He he didn't say who or what or how, but he, There's he basically told us today that the Blazers are are all in on Miles Turner. Mm-hmm. It's not so it's not Sabonis. They're going for the fit. Yeah. I said before, I want them to go best player. They're going to go for a fit, and I'm still going to be on board. Miles Turner is a hell of a basketball player, and I just wanted to pass that along. That Windhorse basically told us Portland is going in on Miles Turner. Um, I guess we can kind of bag the the game for talk for tonight and kind of get into the news real quick. We'll get back to the, to the Fisher stuff here in just a second. Um, real quick, uh, the the actual news: Damian Lillard did have surgery. It was successful. They put a loose timeline on it, but basically he's done for the season, folks. The whole point of this surgery is that Dame can rest between mm-hmm. now and April 15th. Dame's not getting on the floor and playing minutes. That's that's the goal here. Uh, it's, it's a good, good nose. A good nose. Good bit of news. <laughs> um, it's not a good nose. I mean, what, no. what the hell does that even mean? Uh, this game, this is, like, I, this is kind of the... What I'd say it kind of encapsulates what the rest of the season probably will look like. It'll look a little cleaner because it's not gonna you're not gonna be playing the deep bench twenty five minutes a night, but you're gonna play Sounds like a guard's gonna join him on this trip. That's where I was just gonna go now. 
Uh, congratulations to CJ McCollum again. Uh, becomes a father. Congratulations to CJ and Elise. They had the baby today, uh, from what we've been told. Uh, no, no gender, no, no name, no time of, of birth, any of that stuff. That's all their personal stuff. But uh, congratulations uh, to to CJ and Elise. Uh, I I hope CJ doesn't join him on the trip. Well, I mean, you know, if he doesn't, I don't blame him. You want yeah. to be there for the the newborn. If he does, you know, God bless me. He'll play basketball in a long time. But uh, congrats. He just joined the coolest club I've ever been a part of. I'll, I'll get there eventually. You know, you will. Um, but Brad, uh, I, I know. And I said this in the pregame show. Uh, I am a guy who has put CJ McCollum in a trade machine more than anybody on this planet. I've been doing it since 2015. <laughs> <laughs> and in all seriousness, congrats, CJ. Congrats, Elise. Yeah. I hope you guys are doing great. I hope the baby's healthy. I hope mom and dad are both healthy and that everything's good to go. Um, with that being said, there was some discussion about him joining the team on the road trip. Now, but what does joining the team mean? Who was it with reporting? Was it Coldall or was it Haynes? Uh, let me double check it. I think Casey had it in pregame. Let me scroll back here. Do, 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 do. Um, yes, so Casey, word for word, Chauncey Pope's dropped the news. CJ McCollum, to be more specific, his wife, Elise, had the baby and expected to join the team on the road in their next few games. So are you kind of suggesting or getting at you think he shows up and doesn't play? Maybe. I, I see. I read it the other way. I read it as if he hasn't played in I don't even know how many weeks at this. Maybe he's going to show a little bit. Let yeah, him I, think, I, I think he wants to get out there, right? Like we've talked about this a little bit. Of you know, he's he's out there practicing. Um, so if you if you feel like you're good enough to do that, you can go out there and play. Go get some buckets. Makes make some people interested. You know, could end up being a good thing. And I still don't know if the team with this roster with CJ is good enough to change whether they win or lose the games. So it could um, be a win-win. It's a, it's a couple wins, I think. Uh, but well, per- Maybe, two yeah. and four on the trip. Uh, but perspective-wise, here's the the current standings. Blazers are 16-25. and 25. They are exactly two games out in front of the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are 14th in the NBA, and that would give the Blazers one of the four or five worst records in the NBA. So the idea of them, like, had they not had a miraculous game against the Nets, had they not had uh, Ant's insanity against the Hawks, they're one of the three or four worst teams in the NBA record-wise. So this is this is not one of those situations where it's going to just kind of fix itself. Um, getting back on, on track as far as, like, what where do we go from here? Uh, you alluded to it already with, with Wendy. Uh, and you guys are going to play that tomorrow. Um, I have heard the same thing. Windhorse obviously has significantly more sources than I do, um, <laughs> but um, mine are very good. Uh, they have led they have led me down many good paths in the past. And from what I have been told, Portland is chasing Miles Turner, and that Jeremy Grant is very much on their radar. Dame has asked to play with Jeremy Grant in the past, and the. The asking price for both Miles Turner and Jeremy Grant is the Aaron Gordon price, which is a young player and two first-round picks. So would that be it? Would, like, you know, parents of this thing, please do not take this personal. Uh, this is all hearsay. 
Uh, are we talking like a Nas and two first round picks? Uh, I think Nas and Ant are both off limits. And here's where it goes. Is Marvin Bagley and a first round pick something to work with? If Detroit does that, God bless them. I mean, no, but... That's not enough. I'm just saying. Let's start yeah. there. Okay. Okay. What about PJ Washington in a first round pick? That sounds like another deal that could happen. Okay. And what about, I don't know, Josh Hart, Jackson Hayes, some filler, and two first round picks from New Orleans? Huh. It's almost like the Blazers have the pieces to maybe go out there and get a bunch of things that they could flip for those guys. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Interesting. So this is why I keep saying that you can't look at the straight deals because what Portland has on offer with the teams they're dealing with, it's not a straight line. And that's, I guess the money went out up either with Nas and two first. But ultimately, the goal ends up being Miles Turner is the backbone of your defense. You get a, a big-bodied wing in the Jeremy Grant. You get a little weird and you bring in Gordon Hayward as part of a risk. You run into next season with Dame. Is Ant your starter? Do you go get like a, a, a MLE guy or a, a mini MLE guy at the two spot, uh, defensive stopper type, then Hayward, Grant, and Turner with Ant and Nas and Nance coming off your bench? Could do worse. Is that a title team? No. Does it make more no. sense? Hell yes. Well, Does- yeah, I mean, I don't think title team, it's fair to say that, but like, is it a team that scares other teams? Yes. You, yeah. All of a sudden, you have yes. a crap ton of shot making. You have a, just a truckload of size. Like, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, you go from being a very small, unathletic team to being a very big, very athletic team. You you go from being the least athletic team in the league to being middle of the pack at bare minimum? Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. You know, if I would have applied myself, I could have gone to the NBA. You think so? Yeah, I think so. But it's just like, it's been done. You know, I didn't want to, I was like, I don't want to be a follower. Hi, I'm Jason Concepcion. And I'm Shea Serrano. And we are back. We have a new podcast from Wondery. It's called Six Trophies. Woo! And it's the f-ing best. Each week, Shea Serrano and I are combing through all the NBA storylines, finding the best, most interesting, most compelling stories, and then handing out six pop culture-themed trophies for six basketball-related activities. Trophies like the Dom- Dominic Toretto, I live my life a quarter mile at a time trophy, which is given to someone who made a short-term decision with no regard for future consequence. Or the Christopher Nolan Tenet trophy, which is given to someone who did something that we didn't understand. Catalina Wine Mixer trophy. 
trophy. Ooh, the Lauren Hill, you might win some, but you just lost one trophy. And what's more, the NBA playoffs are here, so you want to make Six Trophies your go-to companion podcast through all the craziness. Follow Six Trophies on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Listen ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. That's no small feat. It, it would... And I don't mean this to be, uh, you know, have a little blasphemy here, but it would really remind me of the team in 14 and 13. Mm-hmm. Like where they have where a made solid group of dudes who play hard, they play together. Like that kind of team is what that would remind me of. And you would hope, because obviously the holes of those teams were their bench, you would hope that they'd be able to fill that void. And then you've got something. Because there's a lot of Blazer fans that really like that Rolo west la dame nick team and for good reason they played hard and they were good it was a very good team and it made a ton of sense yes and it's it's a team that we've i think many of us have said had they had a bench maybe they make a little more noise than what they did like if you can figure that out that kind of grouping that would remind me of that and keely points out a good point i've said all this all this 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 trade talk and everything else the blazers are still tanking and they got a top five pick right to add right. to that mix. Yep. And it's like, mm. now you're cooking with gas. Now you've now, got things you can work with. You don't have a bunch of negative deals. You don't have guys kind of pushing past their prime or parts that aren't really that sought after or things you have to like squint at really hard. It's just, it makes more sense. And like, as far as that, that 13, 14 or the 14, 15 roster, this is the thing that's so big. We've seen what works in Portland with Damian Lillard, which is put size, athleticism, defense, and shooting around him, and ta-da! And then they decided, ah! (laughs) We're going to go a different direction. What if we clone him, and then we play him with that clone? But it's not quite him. It's a lesser version. It's... (sighs) It's, It's very, very frustrating. But... Uh, it's it's also very interesting to see what's going to happen in the next couple of weeks. Lesser, he says, Dame's comments and Holdall's article make me think he really wants Ant to stay in Portland. If you guys haven't read Casey's article that came out today talking about Dame or talking to or with Dame about his surgery, go read it. Mm-hmm. Casey spent a lot of time getting this together and spending time with Dame and, and, and getting Dame to open up on a level that you will not get him to talk about this stuff regularly. Like, he... For literally nine years, he has just sat there and just head down, hoop, head down, hoop. You saw mortality for mm-hmm. Damian Lillard for the first time in his career. Yep. And no more, I'm just going to do it. For the good of the team, I need to be selfish, which is what Brandon and I have asked for since August. Mm-hmm. Doug, go get it. Go get yep. handled, get taken care of. Take a gap here. Just figure stuff out. It sucks. I mean, ultimately, it sucks. But if you really, if you look at it, and I think that's kind of, this is part of what Dame did. I mean, he, he was playing his third season in two years. Mm-hmm. He played in the Olympics on top of that. Got married. Now he's had kids. That's, there's not a lot of break there. I, I know, you know. Oh, oh, you don't get a break with the twins? He's rich. What do you mean? Okay, yeah, I get it. But, like, life is still life, right? There are still things he's got to take care of. He's got obligations and responsibilities. It sucks to sit out. It sucks to have a gap year at this point in your career. But, as he said in that piece, and hold all that a hell of a job, so kudos to him, knowing that you can get right 
and knowing that you can you can take a step back and see a new vision for the team. Mm-hmm. I think that's going to be refreshing for him. You know, I think he's going to go into this. He'll get he has a surgery done. He'll rehab it. He won't play again this year. And when he starts training in the summertime, I really believe come fall, Danny, if they can make the right moves, we are going to see a completely rejuvenated, refreshed Lillard. Yeah. And I think he's going to remind a lot of people because that's I just don't want to trade him. And and I'm 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 really I'm open to a lot of opinions. I don't have to agree with them. The one sports opinion that kind of frustrates me is seeing like how easy people are just willing to trade Damian Lillard. Yeah, no, As if this guy has not given you the world since you drafted him and carried this gutter of a franchise for seven years. You owe it to him to give everything you can to put other pieces around and give him a legit shot. Mm-hmm. If it don't work, wipe your hands. But I I, I just think it was great you, to you read that You have to make piece. something happen. You have to. You have to give it a try. Uh, a couple things here. Musa says, wouldn't getting Grant Hayward, Turner, keep Portland in the tax isn't Portland trying to get under? Uh, actually, this the way that I have run it through machinations, it would give them $6 million in space. I think if their team was good enough, I say this. They uh, wouldn't do it this year. They would not do it this year. No, 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 no. But I, I do think if they were in a position where the team was good enough, mm-hmm. they would. <sighs> that would be – I. Mm, that I know gets, it's a hot take. I know that I with this ownership group currently, I have much, a very hard time swallowing. It. Like they how would much have do to you be make very if you're good. good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you're very good, in, how in, much do well, you make? In a normal year, you make money. In a COVID year, right. well, we're talking about next year, right? Let's be positive and optimistic. But, but, but uh, no, I am too. But here's also the, the thing: is they trigger it this year, and it gets exponentially worse next year. Yes. That's the kicker. That is yeah. why they have to get under. That is that that is why. Um, it's going to be very, very, very interesting. Uh, Andy asks, uh, "Do you guys think DSG and Macklemore have any trade value as part of a bigger deal, a second each?" Um, not necessarily in that regard. Can, can you read that one more time, Danny? Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Do you guys think DSG and Macklemore have any trade value as part of a bigger deal, perhaps a second each? Um, no. But I do think they can be sweeteners in deals. Like, I, I look at uh, McLemore in particular. Playoff team wants Ben McLemore. I'm surprised the Lakers haven't tried to get Ben McLemore. Somebody's going to call him Ben know? McLemore and try and get something. Yeah. Um, they can either be – they could be used as part of, like, a second-round pick deal and just to kind of put a little something in Portland's pocket because their war chest is awful empty. But they could also be part of a deal. You want to kind of keep those guys because maybe you need to swing 2 or $3 million here or there um, to make a deal work. So basically you get through the trade deadline and then right up to the end, then you make moves. Um, I, I have a hard time seeing either of those guys as buyout candidates because Portland's got to kind of make sure they're careful with the tax again. So um, as far as that concerned, I wouldn't really be too worried about it. I want to get back to this though. Maul said, I never thought I would embrace the tank, but after watching the first part of the season, how sad basketball could look, I've officially leaned in. Makes it way more fun to watch now. Losing is not fun, Brandon. But if you tune your brain to saying, losing doesn't matter right now. Winning doesn't matter right now. This game tonight sucked. They got their asses kicked. You know what I didn't care about? (laughs) That they were getting their ass kicked? I didn't care they were getting their ass kicked. I I could walk into the kitchen real quick, grab my Thai food, take my sweet-ass time, get on down on the couch and go, hey, Nas is taking threes. Good. He's not hitting them, but that's okay. Work through some things. You know, it's my, uh, mm. my, my swing coach for golf. I've only had a couple lessons. Uh, 
he said a great line to me. He, he goes, you swing like you're tense. And I said, well, I am. And he goes, why? And I was like, well, I had a good shot. I want to have a good score. And he goes, you know, golf is so much more enjoyable without expectation. And I go, you're probably right. He goes, play the next round without it. And I did. Guess what? At the time of my life, and I had a good score. I just didn't care. And I'm, I'm, I'm at that point as a Blazer fan. It's like, I'm looking for the positives. I'm looking for the young players to get shots up, get minutes. I'm enjoying seeing it, even if they're not having their best night. And I'm watching the score going, man, another ping pong ball. That's cool. You know this was great tonight? The over cleared by 38 points. I know I missed the pregame, and I apologize for that. There's some stuff behind the scenes for me going on right now. But chef's kiss, because we would have both been all in on that, on that over. I couldn't believe it was that low. I saw 210, and I, I giggled. I was like, Vegas, you know that they're going to give up like 80 first half points, right? Like <laughs> you're, you're giving me a head start. How many points right. did they give up in the first half? What did it end up being? Uh, 72. Up, yeah. 72. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. And they, like they slowed down and then that third quarter happened. What was the, what was the final, final point scored in the third quarter? 25, 29, which is hilarious because Portland didn't score for like six minutes. <laughs> it was like, what the hell is going on? Like, What's what's wild is Brandon, uh, 140 isn't even the uh, the most the Blazers have given up this year. I was gonna say silver lining, not the most points they gave up this year. So joke shout on out, you, Denver. Shout out the Celtics. Happy birthday, my birthday. Shout out uh, my birthday. That's right, it was. Oh my it god. Was, yeah. Um, another bit of news: the Portland Trailblazers have hired a new assistant GM. Yeah, which means they hired a new GM. Weird. Uh, shout out Mike Richmond for his tweet. He did the uh, Go Tagless Jordan uh, brand Haynes tweet. Mm. Or Hain- the Haynes video. The video, know, in, yeah. In the, uh, in the movie theater. Go Tagless. Yeah. So it's like a 30-second commercial to get the tagline of Go Tagless. Right. So Richmond was really reaching deep into the well. But um, nonetheless, spot on. Yeah. Um, Joe has hired and fired multiple people now. Uh, interim guys don't get to do that. No, and I'm kind of wondering, I saw this news, and I think like everybody else that sent a tweet out, I said, oh, so Joe Cronin's the general manager. <laughs> why, why would he be hiring that person if he's not the general manager? And then it came clear with Woj, they are aiming to find the new president of basketball operations while operating with Joe Cronin as GM. Which, okay. okay. All righty. All right. Um. So a couple different things to clarify. Uh, somebody else asked us about Norm. Norm was supposed to be cleared to trade tomorrow. No, in two days. Uh, on the 15th. But I forgot he was a bird rights signee. So he is cleared to be traded February 2nd. Oh, okay. So um, that's another one that's that's um, on there. I would expect him to be traded. You what? I would expect him to be traded. <clears throat> Jake uh, Fisher alluded to it loosely. Um, mm-hmm. Well, not loosely. He called it out. The uh, The idea that Norm had a lot of suitors in the offseason. Damn near a dozen. Good contract if you need a Norm Powell on your team. Listen, $15.5 million for 18-3-3 on 45-40-82 shooting. Yep, you can do worse. <clears throat> that's, that's a good deal. Let's, let's, yes. just, let's just call that what it is. It's a good deal. Um, yep. 
But he had to be convinced to come back to Portland. I wouldn't be surprised if Norm was like, I could go somewhere else. Mm-hmm. New Orleans was interested. Dallas was interested. New York was interested. Cleveland might be interested. Like, there's there's a lot of different things out there. It's, Is uh, there anything from Cleveland or Dallas you'd be interested in in not, return? Not necessarily. But I know yeah. that, that there's a discussion about uh, uh, Tim Hardaway Jr. and the sign-in trade in the offseason, um, which... I like Timmy. I am the, I the like beholder. THJ. I like THJ, yeah. but you know, I'm it's, not it's, like, oh. It's, it's I of the beholder. Yes. Like a little bit more money, little bit, also a little bit bigger, a little more shot creation. It's, uh, it's a, it's, it's a weird place to be. He's kind of like a taller version of Norm to me. Like yeah, there, there's some strong similarities for sure. Yeah. Like when he has an off night, he has an off night. You're like, oh, that really hurts. But when he gets it going, man, he gets hot. Yeah, and uh, just kind of a general idea, Eric says, maybe picks to make other things happen. Yeah, I mean, that could certainly be a way. That, that's like the whole idea of where the franchise is right now is that essentially Dame, Ant, and Nas are off limits. Ant and Nas in extreme situations where a godfather offer comes in, particularly as it pertains to Ant. Um, that's my understanding, at least right now. You've got a lot of stuff to work with. And if they are quite literally cleared to clear the deck. There's 18 million different ways this could go. And it's, we're in a world right now, Brandon, where everybody that I have talked to has gone from, I don't know how busy the deadline is going to be to holy shit. This is going to be an active deadline because mm-hmm. Indiana is going to make some moves. Detroit's going to make some moves. Philadelphia is probably going to try and make some move. Boston is probably going to try to find some guard help. They want to get off a of Schroeder already. Atlanta has been busy. Atlanta. Already. So real quick, the Cam Reddish thing. I've been able to that ask around the league. Pissed me off. They've been hard shopping him for a year. There's something. I I get it. There is something. But There's something stinks. He's winging like he. It, it, hey, listen. They, dudes, they sent him to New York, man. Everything will go fine. Well, well <laughs> he gets to play with Evan Fournier. Can't wait. I, I just for players like Cam Reddish, this is kind of how I've I've changed my stance on guys like him. I, they're, they're players like him, once upon a time, I just I'd have the opinion, and the opinion would largely never change. J.R. Smith has changed my worldview on players and the way that you kind of judge or view them. Mm-hmm. Not a great start for Cam Reddish in Atlanta. It's also been very stacked roster wise. It's probably difficult to get your looks. Also injuries. Injuries have not helped. Like, I think there's a lot of variables that kind of play a factor here, not to completely exonerate him, right? But I also am not ready to say, well, Cam Reddish can never figure it out. Like, J.R. Smith, in at, when he was a Hornet, uh, you know, prior to before Malik he Monk. Cleveland, like, the, but these are guys like J.R. Smith was literally t- said on a podcast, like, you can't win a title with J.R. Smith. And then he won a title in Cleveland. Like, if you, get these guys in the right environment, they can be good. And so I was just disappointed that maybe there was a more chatter that Portland was trying to get Cam Reddish just on the, they just didn't have the, the, the capital, the draft capital. That's, and I think they're holding on to it very, very tight. So, but again, another team is going to be very active. It's Atlanta. I think there's, um, obviously there's noise out of Orlando. They, they, they want a first, for Mo Bamba, but it sounds like two seconds is probably going to end up being the the price. And it's like, those are the kind of things where if you're Portland, you're just kind of sitting around going, what's it going to look like? What's it going to be? 
where you can find good value on contracts. You can find a way to float uh, money into the next year. Like if you give up Nurk and Covington, you get picks and maybe a young guy back that maybe doesn't help you, even if you move them on. But if you're also able to take some of those that, that, that other capital that you get in return and flip it for like a guy like Mo Bamba, or he ends up being your backup big, he's on a rookie extension right now. Like he's going to be an RFA. If you trade for him, you have the right to go over the cap to sign him. And that allows you to have more financial machinations to get more done within your roster instead of handing out like six vet minimum deals. Okay, so can you answer a question for myself and yes. and, and our, our fun community here? Are are you secretly rooting to form a to like get Portland to formulate a team that like when you sit down and see them on TV, you just cry because you're happy? Yeah. Like I feel like that's kind of your that's your chest. You're sitting here behind the scenes and Mo Bamba getting a lob from Ant. I mean, you're just going to be it's just going to be porn for you. Yes, you're going to just die. Yeah, I want to see what we haven't seen in Portland in 10 years, which is length, athleticism, size and defense around Damian Lillard. Like just give me the one thing that we got one year of and it was amazing. They were a ruptured Achilles away from like a Western yeah. Conference Finals run where you go, shit, that's a good team. You don't want to play team. that team. That would have been fun, man. That, that that team would have pushed them. It's just, it has been so long. It has been so much patchwork garbage that, listen, and I'm fully, listen, if it, if they if they get my fever dream-esque roster around Dame and it's just blah, I will choke on it. I will gladly say I was wrong. I blew it. Whatever. But by what? God. You're going to admit you're wrong? How dare you? Yeah, I know. It's like, I, it's, I, apparently I never do that. <laughs> God. It's just so frustrating. Um, I haven't done this yet. Welcome. Appreciate you. We kind of hopped right into it because everybody poured in here so fast. Um, thank you for helping us. Help us grow. Uh, it's been tremendous. Like I mentioned the other day, we we crossed over 250,000 views on the on the the YouTube side, we crushed our podcast downloads at the end of the year. Uh, the the live uh, watch parties have been awesome. Yeah. Uh, I've got some more cool stuff coming. Like I said, I've got some Evan prints. I've got some swag to give away. I'm trying to figure out what to do about tickets. I don't know how interested everybody would be in going mm-hmm. to a game right about now. So maybe we'll find something else to do. Um but I, I want to like help again, continue to grow the community, and uh, you guys are huge for that. It just, I mean, you're everything to be honest. You are like, the community. I mean, you are the community. The community yeah. is us. And so, you guys, like, it's thank great. you guys. This is this is beyond rad. Share us with your friends. Share us with your family. Uh, help us grow, and just help us just kind of bring it all together. Um, it's kind of weird. I didn't expect to feel the way that I felt about this season. Uh, Brandon knows this behind the scene. I was getting very frustrated covering a very shitty team uh, that didn't care uh, in the beginning of December, especially when I decided to do a pre- and post-game show and commit so much time. But the community has made this so much more fun. It, it is so much cooler to get in here and be like, that sucked, didn't it? Um, and kind of share that with you guys. And so I just want to say thank you because it's it's been very, very, very rad to, in times where I was like, ugh. I don't want to do this and come in here and, and I guess get a big boost from you guys. So thank you. We appreciate you. Um, yeah. I mean, amen. We, we absolutely do. I just, um, what you're saying is hilarious. Like I'm, I'm already thinking back how I miss 
you shitting on them after winning for <laughs> by 30 points. Like, it's crazy <laughs> that at, after that, like, we got to this point. Yeah. I, you know, you were calling sirens early. I don't know if you would have said this bad. Like, this no, is, no, 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 you no. know, to be bottom four or five in the league is, is an entirely different conversation. So, like, truthfully, you, you know, it's funny because Danny and I, we text a lot and, you know, we chat. We didn't share this with each other. Like, it sounds like we were feeling the exact same way mm -hmm. as we begrudgingly would just get to our desk. And we, I think we were thinking the same thing. Like, this fucking sucks to talk about <laughs> right now. And then, like... For, like, nine different. games in a row, you're just like... <sighs> and had, I, I, yeah. <laughs> had I not gone to Hawaii and gotten sick, there probably would have been, like, a switch flip where I'm like... I don't know, dog. I think I need to take a break. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> there might have been a podcast where we just literally laid our heads down like, we're done. We, we don't even know what to say to you guys anymore. It's that bad. But, like, doing these, yeah, they're just, they're great. They're an escape. It's mm -hmm. a way to, like, connect with people. And we're all going, we're all, we're all, uh, we're all commiserating together. Shit, man. <laughs> we're all in that tube trying to escape this prison together, man. Um. Joey says, I sometimes miss the downer Danny. He will return. He will never, ever, ever fully go away. When they restock the roster come September preseason, I'm going to be sitting there going, they didn't do shit. <laughs> and what's we'll funny be, is, we'll be right back. What's, <laughs> what's funny about that comment by him, by Joey, is <laughs> you're, you're describing on every podcast how they have to blow this roster up. And we're so numb to the pain of what this season has been that that that's not even down or Danny anymore. That's just positive. That's positive, Danny. It's affirmations, Danny. It's affirmations, <laughs> Danny. It's delightful, Danny. Like it's 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 just such a weird, weird thing. And um Taylor points out, or I'm sorry, it wasn't Taylor, it was somebody else. Uh it scrolled past. Where'd it go? It was scrolling quick. Somebody else put oh, I, I lost it. Oh, there it is. Oh, Randy. What was the point? Uh Randy Powell says, uh Portland lost Pelicans and Thunder win equals good Blazers night. Yeah. That's true. Listen, if you want to be a standings watcher, go for it, man. It's uh, it could be a little little taxing at times when you're like, God dang it, one whole game and like four teams change spots, and you're like, they they just lost like five draft slots, and it's like, eh, just really start watching it in like the final two weeks. That's well, that's look, that's the thing. To tie the Shawshank uh, example there together, mm -hmm. when they lose that last game of the year that puts them in the fourth spot of the bottom of the league. We're all going to be Andy with our shirts off in the rain. Oh, yeah. Like, 100%. This is refreshing. It's going to be the the uh, the bar gif, you know, that everybody does the green screen over of the bar just losing their collective minds. When that yeah. final horn hits, Blazers are going to top three pack! Ah! You know, that's that's when it's going to be uh, a ton of fun. So, um, we'll get out of here on that just because uh, it's getting late. And just just get excited, man. I'm excited. Today Isn't it weird was... like to be excited about not being good? Well, but I was excited to read Casey's piece. I'm excited that Dame made this decision. I'm excited that Dame is taking the competitive on the court self away. And he's mm -hmm. like, business, smart, futuristic Dame. What do you think? And he's seeing this. And I'm excited that we're going to we're gonna have a top three pick that we're going to trade to Washington for Bradley Beal. Getting real spicy. I like it. Um they suck. They, they, How many more years does he want to suck? Yeah, you you could suck less. So, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, you know, um, couple things, uh, business side of things. Uh, Hud Dog, Jamie Hudson, 
will be on the show post game the following the twenty third. Uh, the game on the twenty third. That's a Sunday afternoon, so uh, it'll be an earlier tip. Um, but yeah, we've got Hud Dog on the show. Uh, we got her locked in. Still trying to get uh, Mister Demers uh, on the road on an off day. Same with with Hodor, uh, Casey Holdall. Get him in here and uh, have him talk about what it's been like to cover this team up close. Uh, as well as trying to get some folks for uh, the watch parties. So I'm trying to get some opponents in there uh, or just some some media folks uh, in there. I, I, I might try to get Jake or another um, newsbreaker type for, okay. for one of the watch parties. It's a little bit easier then. Uh, just kind of have them come in and come out. Uh, that way it's just a simpler process. That way you guys can actually ask your questions to them too. Uh, thank you all so, so, so very much. We appreciate you. Love you just it's been awesome so uh help us continue to grow uh, on our way to 2500 and then 3000 so it has been amazing thank you all we appreciate you uh you can follow us on social media at jack ramsey's at danny morang at brand sprague y'all the best we'll catch you on saturday 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 yeah I had to like it's every other day what day is today let's figure it out <laughs> <laughs> we will catch you guys on saturday in washington uh, and then we will hopefully have some news on some returning players, some guys clearing protocols uh, for a pre- and post-game show. Until then, for Brandon, I'm Danny. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.